I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to the Mint Mark to Market show. The Mint Mark to Market column provides analysis and insights into economics, market moving trends and stocks. I'm Clifford Alvarez and today we will speak about Air India's divestment that the government just announced recently. Now, the government has sweetened the deal fair bit for prospective bidders of Air India. Now, with the government announcing that it will not retain the 24% stake, it gives bidders full operational freedom to operate the airline. Also, the reduction in debt and also interest cost uh, will be to the tune of 61% now as against uh, 35% earlier. Now, from the government's perspective, it's doing all it can to make the deal happen as soon as possible. But from the market perspective, uh, the valuation may still be a little high. Now, the enterprise value for Air India works out to about 47,000 crores. Now, this does not include any value for its equity as such. It only includes debt, which is about 23,000 crores, and the present value of future lease rentals that the company has to pay. Enterprise value to EBITDA, which also includes lease rentals, that works out to about 11.6 times uh, the last three years' earnings. Now, the three-year earnings irons out some of the volatility in earnings. Now, if you look at Singapore Airlines, which is a fairly profitable entity, its EV to EBITDA works out to about six times uh, at fairly higher profit margins. Air India, on the other hand, with its subsidiaries, has a lower profit margin. So, therefore, for someone to bid even a nominal sum for Air India, there needs to be a belief that one can cut the airline's cost drastically. Now, this, of course, assumes that the equity value for Air India is negligible. Even then, to raise EBITDA by about 65% may be a tall order and uh, just to get the valuations to about seven times EV to EBITDA. Even then, some analysts believe that the airlines has some advantages such as offering prime slots for departures. Besides, bilateral rights will also add value and should attract bidders. Now, the next question is that in a worst case scenario, what if there are no bidders for the airline? Some analysts have even suggested that the government can seriously consider selling Air India in parts such as international rights to some bidders as well as uh, slots and base to some other bidders. That would help the disinvestment process probably to go through a bit faster. That's all from me for now. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, 
Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.